Well, good evening, everyone. Here we are, another evening in the course of love. And today, this evening, we'll be starting where we concluded last week, but we'll be starting day 39, and we'll be starting with uh, paragraph 30. And uh, what else? We should probably conclude this chapter this day by this evening. And I will announce the reading list, and then I'll do some centering prayer. And again, those few household hands, you know, clues, to, you know, be cognizant of muting your phone and not speaking or reading. And of course, you know, do not step on each other's toes when we're speaking. And always leave room for someone who hasn't shared during this delightful hour and a half. Um, I think that's it. So, our reading list tonight is Judy, Miguel, Jessica, Yvonne, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Lemoyne. Listening, we have Lana. So, in this few past minutes, has anyone joined us that one would like to announce? Oh. So... I'm going to ask everyone just to relax, sit back, get ready for another evening of love. Just give us some centering affirmation to get us started. So if you want to just close your eyes and relax and listen to these words. We have all the patience, courage, and wisdom we need to follow. The guidance of the Spirit. I'm going to read that again. We have all the patience, courage, and wisdom we need to follow the guidance of Spirit. We know the right path will be revealed at the right time and in the right way. And I think we all felt that. We do. We know. We know we have the guidance of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That was a nice last affirmation to start the evening off with. So I'm going to back up to what we had read last week to get us going. Then we'll go into paragraph 30. And some of them are quite small, so... I'll kind of guide us along so everybody has enough to read. Some are big, some are small, so we'll try to get through this tonight. So, as a reminder, last week our brother Jesus told us, It is your universe. I have been to you, the God of this universe. And this is in the chapter, Who I Am to You. Thus, your ideas of the universe and your ideas of me have been, insep- have been inseparable projections, as have your ideas of the universe and your ideas of your own self. Have I been a benevolent God in your universe? Then you have been benevolent and seen your universe as a benevolent universe. Have I been a judgmental God in your universe? then you have been judgmental and lived in a judgmental world. 
Have I been a powerful God who can work miracles? Then you have been a powerful miracle worker. Have I been a distant God who has not shown his love for you or others? Then you have been distant from yourself and those you love. Have I been a God you sought and never found? Then you have not found yourself. Have I been a fair God? Then you have been fair and the world has treated you fairly. Have I been the God of your religion? Then you have been religious. Have I been a God of vengeance? Then you have been vengeful. Have I been a God of love? Then you have been loving. Have I been all these? So too then have you. And so too has your universe been. Judy, would you read 30, paragraph 30, please? Thank you. Has your God not been a God at all, but science, money, career, beauty, fame, celebrity, intellect? Then these things have become the content of who you are. Science, money, fame, celebrity, intellect, or any other concept that has become your God can be a tough taskmaster or a fair friend, loving or unloving, distance you from yourself and others, or bring you closer to yourself and others. No God who has been projected is without attributes, even gods such as these. Miguel, 31, 32, 33. Yeah, let's do that, okay? 31. If you had no God, no science, no beauty, no wealth. Miguel, can you speak up a little or get closer to your microphone or your speaker? Yeah, have you had no God, no science, no beauty, no wealth? You st- is everyone hearing him or is it just me? No, don't hear him. Hear him. Yes. Miguel, something's, you got to put your volume up or something. We have no God, no science, no beauty, no wealth. We still have, I don't know, Miguel, we're still having a hard time. Well, you know what? I think I know. I know why it is. Just a moment. Give him a moment. Okay. We'll, be, we'll wait. No problem. Speaker. That's How about it. now? Speaker. Is it better Yay. now? Oh, beautiful. Okay. That's it. You got it. Okay. Okay, have you had no God, no science, no beauty, no wealth, but only a meager and hopeless life? Then your God has been the God of defeat. Have you had no God, no science, no career, no fame, but only a life of hate and violence? Then your God has been the God of bitterness. Everyone has a God because everyone has a being and an identity for that being. Everyone carries the memory of I am. Complete. Thank you. Jessica, 34 and 35. Okay, 34. What memory of I am will you carry with you now that you know that I am is who I am and who you are? What memory has this course 
and this dialogue returned to you. What memory is without attributes because it is who I am and not a projection? Only love. What memory is not a memory but your identity? Only love. 35. Only that which is by nature without attributes can be one in being, in union and relationship, and individuate. Could you become your sister or your brother? A tree become a frog? The sun, the moon? Yet love could become all of these because love, by its nature, has no attributes. Love is creation's genesis, the unattributable given the attributes of form. Yvonne, 36 and 37, Okay, Paula, thanks. Thank you. Who am I to you? Only who you are to yourself. Now it is time for you to be not who you have been to yourself, but who you are and have been to me. Here is where we must return to paradox, to knowing who who you are and who I am, and to constantly discovering who you are and who I am. Because who you are and who I am are the same being in the constant creative tension of differentiating from one another. Pass. Thank you. Reverend Bill, 38. Yeah, 38. Excuse me. Thank you. 38. This is a time of knowing who you are and who I am while at the same time holding or carrying the mystery within you. That mystery is the tension of opposites. It is, the ti- it is time and eternity, love and hate, good and evil. In other words, all and nothing. It is the tension of individuation, a tension that has existed since the beginning of time between time and eternity, between the attributeless, excuse me, between the attributeless love and the attribute-laden love, between the one being of love and the many beings of form, between love's extension and form's projection. Let's oh. write the read over that particular paragraph. Wow. Gloria, 39 and 40, and then we're going to do Lemoyne, and we'll, we'll stop here. This has been really heavy stuff. You all agree before we go on. We can always go on. Okay, Gloria, 39 and 40. Okay. 39, this is a time of knowing you are not 
on your own. But uh, you must come into direct relationship with me on your own <clears throat> and of your own free will. 40. All of these aspects of what stands between are also an aspect of the Christ in you. Pass. The morning, can you read 41, please? 41. Oh, okay. No, I asked the morning, Gloria. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sorry about that. That's okay. Lemoyne, are you there? Okay. Yeah. Okay, 41. Thanks. All right. But I'm going to read 40 again. All these aspects of what stand between are also an aspect of the Christ in you. But breathe a sigh of relief, my beloved. For you do not have to learn all that the Christ in you learned. This is why we have had to enter the time of non-learning, so that you can accept, so that you accept that you do not have to try to learn the unlearnable. This is why we have left the time of becoming behind, why you stand ready to enter the time of being in union and relationship. The Christ in you is the accomplished. The Christ in you is that which, upon this final acceptance, returns your home to you. Well, is there anyone out there who has joined us would like to join the reading list? Yes, it's us. So do you agree we should stop here and ponder over these mighty paragraphs? There's a lot. We can just continue reading. I leave it up to you. Anybody wants to share up to this point? to me when I listen here is that it just keeps coming down to that one thing he's told us many times throughout this work I am who I am to you you are to me we are one I am who I am to you and he keeps reminding us I am this paragraph 36 and 37 now is the time for you to be not who you have been to yourself, but who you are and have been to me. Here is where we must return to, pa- to paradox. Knowing who you are and I am, to constantly discovering who you are and who I am. And who you are and who I am are the same. 
being in a constant creative tension of differentiating from one another. You know, it's the oneness and yet there's the uniqueness of who Jesus is and who I am. Christ is. I should say Jesus Christ. But yet we're the, it's the one. It, 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 you know, I, I get confused, to be honest, reading who I am. But it, something goes within and says it's, it's the oneness. The oneness not only of myself and Christ, but all of us. I mean, there's many questions he's asked of us and how he's put it so succinctly that how you looked at me, you looked at yourself. How you look at yourself, you see me. It's the oneness. So, I just, that's my contribution to what I just heard. Anybody want to share on anything they've heard or felt? Well, Paula, thank you. This is Reverend Bill. Uh, thank you for sharing what you did. And, uh, you certainly are speaking for me. And I, I recognize that all of these paragraphs that we read <coughs> where we are recognizing um, we have been defining our God as we have been living or as we have been perceiving um, that this is the continuous continuous practice or the continuous unfolding that we are that I believe that we are wrestling with or working with or celebrating along the way as we as we awaken more as we become more open, more flexible, uh, that this, from what I, what I would gather, this is the Christ consciousness, the journey of the Christ consciousness to the full Christ, simply knowing I am Christ, knowing at a level beyond what we would be thinking of, but simply knowing we are the Christ. So uh, uh, I thank you for sharing as you did, because that's that's what I was getting from it and, and hearing from you and recognizing that, yeah, <laughs> I still have plenty to go through, plenty to, to discover, plenty to be healed. So um, thanks. I just want, I wanted to add that to what you offered. And I'd like to yeah. give a real brief I'd like to give a real brief comment. Uh, Miguel, when when you were reading with that after that final adjustment, that to me was the clearest that I have ever heard your voice. And I really appreciated <laughs> it. It worked very yeah. well. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm yeah. Thank you, Reverend Bill. You know, in 39, he wraps up what we were just both saying. Basically, this is a time of knowing you are not on your own, but that you must come into direct relationship with me on your own and of your own free will. 
And that's the joining, the oneness. Time of knowing. You use that. You mentioned the knowing, and there it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How how timely is that towards the end of what we've just read? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Paula, and and thank you, Reverend Bill. Paula, it's so funny. You you picked out the two parts that I that were really speaking to me strongly. Also, I just felt this beautiful sense of this love when I read um, or when I heard and read at the same time that um, now is the time for me to not be who I've been to myself, but who I am to Jesus, to, you know, like, wow. I mean, I I would never have uh, presumed <laughs> to think about it that way but what a beautiful gift that is what a wonderful feeling that is to think about myself being who I am to Jesus and also to God and also to almost anyone else (laughs) other than myself you know because we tend to kind of take ourselves or at least I should speak for myself take myself for granted see my faults more than anything else you know that kind of thing and then the other part that you were uh, highlighting was this is a time of knowing you are not on your own. That was, again, a beautiful gift. Just the, the reassurance that I'm not alone. I'm not on my own. I'm not wandering in the wilderness, in the forest, looking for the path all by myself. I'm not on my own. But I have total freedom to choose to have a direct relationship with Jesus on my own. That's my choice. And what a beautiful balance of knowing I'm not on my own, <laughs> but I'm making my own decision here. Um, it's, it's, such, it's so inviting. I'm complete. Thank you, Jessica. That was great. Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. Yeah, our own free will. Making that choice. Yeah. You know, he's so gentle with us, you know. Even when he, in that paragraph 41, how he says, you know, after all he said to us and trying to absorb, you know, so much what he was saying and bringing to our attention, and then he goes on to say, but breathe a sigh of relief, my beloved, for you do not have to learn all that the Christ in you learned. This is why we have to had to enter the time of non-learning so that you can accept that you do do not have to try to learn the unlearnable. I mean, he's so so loving, so gentle. And the Christ in you is the accomplished. The Christ in you is that which, upon this final acceptance, returns your wholeness to you. Wow. It just... It's such a comfort, these words, so loving, so nurturing, 
so understanding. Yeah. Wow. So should we carry on and read some more? Not from the top. Is there another share out there? Somebody want to share more? Let me ask at this point, has anyone joined us that would like to announce they're here listening? So I'll take that silence and let's go forward. Okay? So let's see. Oh, I have the next two highlighted. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So. I think yeah, we're going to continue. We'll continue finish this paragraph, uh, this day thirty-nine. So let's. Say I want to make sure everybody gets something to read. All right. So we're going to break it down. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'll do it. So we're going to do one paragraph each, and we'll conclude with paragraph fifty. So, Judy, would you read 50, uh, excuse me, 42? Okay. Realize your own... I'm sorry? Read it it slowly. Read it very... Yeah, these two paragraphs I haven't highlighted. Just please. Okay. (laughs) No problem. Realize your own expansion, the expansion that has taken place under the tutelage of Jesus within the dialogue with Christ consciousness within the recesses of your heart where your relationship with love has never been severed. Realize your readiness. Proclaim your willingness. Miguel? Yeah. 39.43 Realize that I love your smile your teeth, the hair upon your head, the warm, smooth shape of your skull. Realize that I love your hands and that as you take another's hand, you hold my own and that I am with you as well as within you. Realize that I love all that you are and that as you snarl in anger, Cry in despair, hang your head in weariness, howl with laughter. I am with you and within you. Pass. Thank you. Jessica? You will realize as you enter union, I can't see very well, I have tears in my eyes. Um, Sorry, hold on a second. Um, 3944. You will realize as you enter union by means of the bridge of our direct relationship that you will not leave your humanity behind. You will realize 
that as you enter union by means of the bridge of our direct relationship, that you will no longer see me as an inhuman God. You will know I am as human as are you and that you are as godly as am I. Yvonne? Do not expect perfection, only union. Do not expect sainthood, only godhood. Do not expect the world, expect heaven. Do not expect answers, only knowing. Do not expect learning, only revelation. Do not expect all without also expecting nothing. Expect to know that you hold both within yourself and that you hold me as I hold you. Thank you. Pass. Reverend Bill? You will realize as you enter union that the tension of opposites is the individuation process and that you are the bridge. You are the bridge to me. I am the bridge to you. You are the bridge to your brothers and sisters. They are your bridge to yourself. You will also be the bridge between war and peace, sadness and joy, evil and good, sickness and health. You will turn anger to gladness, tears to laughter, and replace weariness with rest. But you will still know all of these. You will know the all of everything and the emptiness of nothing, and our relationship will bridge the distance and become cause and effect, means and end. Gloria? 47, you will realize that as we individuate, we are in constant state of creation as well as of creative tension as we become individuated beings in union and relationship. We continuously create one another. We create from the field of the possible, which must include everything. Pass. You know what, we're, read 48 also, and then Lemoyne 49 and 50, and we'll conclude. Okay? So, go for it. Oh, 48, I'm sorry. Do you not realize yet that is what we do and who we are, that we are creators? that we think, feel, know, and create. Creation is the manifestation of all we think, feel, know, and come to know. Because we are constantly creating, we are constantly coming to know anew. This is eternity. A being in time wants to be known in time, but can only be known in eternity. You know 
You now are the bridge between time and eternity. Pass. Forty-nine. And so am I. As the Christ in you ceases to be a bridge, the Christ in you is not only integrated into you, but integrated into me. I could no more reach across time and space without this relationship than could you. Only without, with, excuse me, only with our willingness joined are we able to negate the need for intermediaries and be in relationship. Only with our willingness joined do we both become welcome and share the Christ relationship to and with each other. This is who I know you to be and who you, in union with me, know me to be. Includes day 39. I, you know, I have to ask this question. Have any of you in this world of illusion in a relationship with a loved one had them say to you exactly what he said to us in 43. Realize that I love your smile, your teeth, the hair upon your head, the warm, smooth shape of your skull. Realize that I love your hands and that you take another's hands. You hold my own. Realize that I love all that you are and that as you smell in anger, cry in despair, hang your head, howl. I am with you and within you. Is that not the greatest? The words of pure, unadulterated love. I mean, has me swooning. I don't know about anybody else. Uh, this is Gloria. Um, I realize that <clears throat> since I I have my broken hand and people that I know, um, my hairdresser, my neighbors, um, my acupuncture friend, <clears throat> all of them, they are giving me part of their love, part of themselves. My hairdresser gave me a, uh, something to release the inflammation on my hand, and she hold my hand. My neighbor, the same way, she did the same thing. My acupuncture friend, she doesn't prescribe anything, of course, but she recommends things that can help me. And <clears throat> thinking about all those people 
I feel love from them. I feel the relationship, the unity with them. Do they want me to be well? It's just wonderful to know that the Christ with me is part of the Christ with them. With them. And I am so grateful for each of them. And I bless them. Thank you. Well, thank you, Gloria. Yeah, that's to feel that love. That's great. Yeah, thank you, Gloria. That's good news. It looks like you're working all mm. together. So that's great. <clears throat> I found that too when I was doing. Uh, this is Yvonne, by the way. I found that also when I uh, had my hip issue. Uh, I, I actually really felt the love from these physical therapists. They were wonderful. They were so committed, and they understood that, you know, it was difficult to, to make these initial moves because my muscles and my brain and the nerves hadn't connected and so on, and they were just so patient and explaining how it works and so matter-of-fact, and it was beautiful. So I really am happy for you. I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you, Bo. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Gloria. And um, it's just, you know, like you were asking, Paula, about the loving messages about, you know, loving. (laughs) I've never had anybody tell me they love my teeth (laughs) and my skull. And, you know, um, it's, it's in the process of allowing someone to love you, like the way you were describing, Gloria, letting someone love you and and giving you those things and letting Jesus tell me that he loves my teeth and my skull, that I'm able to access that love myself and that I recognize that I have loved people's teeth, I have loved people's skulls. I just never said that to them. You know, and and I can I can learn I can um, translate this to myself and love my teeth and love my skull and love my fingernails or whatever else that you would not <laughs> usually expect to be loving. I'm complete. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> You know, what you brought it around to is what he tells us basically is love of self. You know, I love you and love yourself as I love you. As he loves my teeth, my skull, my my smile. You know, and that's how much I love, you know, it's the, the union of that love between Jesus and us. So, yeah. Well, all about love. I think to me as a giving and receiving is part of that. Mm-hmm. To my to my work as a chaplain in the church, I I was filled of love for each person that comes to me for prayers. It was I asked one time, 
before I pray, the, no, my ego comes to say, oh, I am the one doing it. I ask God, they speak through me, they move through me. And it, that was a peaceful and very, I'm very grateful for that. And I think it's part of that, the giving and receiving is part of that, that I receiving now the love of people, my friends. So that's, that's to me what it is. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm complete. Thank you, Gloria. That's so true. Giving and receiving are one and the same. What we give, we receive. And what we receive, we give. It's all about loving each other. The union and relationship with the all, with all of us. Hi, I just want to check in, say hi. It's Chris, Yogi Chris. Oh, hi, Yogi Chris. Nice to hear you. We just concluded day 39, who I am to you. And we're all sitting here in love. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Thank you, Paula. Hi, it's Lana. Um, one part that really touched me, it was in, I think it was in that same paragraph where he's loving our teeth and our skull, but a little further on, where he says even in our anger or sadness. And um, it reminded me of um, this time I was, I had a grievance about something. I don't even remember what it was, but I was starting to feel guilty about it um and I was you know I was asking for healing and and Jesus gave me the most beautiful message he said don't you see can't you understand that even in your judgment even in your grievance even in your guilt can't you see your innocence um no matter what I was showing up as, he was telling me that I, you know, I was still an innocent child of God. And it was, um, it just made me melt. It made my heart melt to know that I could be loved in such an unconditional way. Um, because uh, I I do think we're, um, we get to be really good at giving the love out. At least I am and giving, extending love, but receiving it um, and letting it come in. You know, in Sebastian's book, he says, you know, let yourself be loved. Um, and it's like, really? <laughs> I deserve to be loved that much, even in my craziness and in my insane behavior. God only sees my innocence. And uh, you know, and that comes so clear. Comes this this um, day, this day thirty nine. I'm just feeling the love of God so 
profoundly in his gorgeous language and how he's communicating it. He loves my teeth, and I hardly have any left. And he loves my lumpy skull. You know, it's um, it's really quite remarkable. I'm, I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you, Mana. Thank you, Thanks, Lana. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, guys. I I love who you are. I love those lumpy. Um, what was that? The lumpy. <laughs> what was, oh, oh, my lumpy skull. Skull. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your lumpy skull. You are so funny, Yogi Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he concludes that, after he talks about our anguish and our howling with laughing, I am with you and within you. So what he's saying, he said, he's so, you know, the union of us is like, his, our lumpy skull is his lumpy skull. Our teeth is his. It's the oneness. And it's yes. love. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> he loves my hands. I look at my hands and go like, oh my God. <laughs> but he loves my hands. Wow. <laughs> um. oh. How about that paragraph 46 where he reminds us that we are the bridge? Do you realize as you enter union with attention of opposites is the individuation process and that you are the bridge? You are the bridge to me. I am the bridge to you. You are the bridge to your brothers and sisters. They are your bridge to yourself. You will always be the bridge between war and peace, sadness and joy, evil and good, sickness and health. Is that something? You will turn anger to gladness, tears to laughter, replace weariness with rest, but you will still know all of these. You will know the all of everything and the emptiness of nothing. And our relationship will bridge the distance and the cause and effect, means and end. Is that not the greatest thing to know? Like, you're talking to me? Little me? (laughs) How can I be a bridge when I doubt myself so many times? When I question myself or chide myself? Will not love myself like you love me, Jesus. How can I be a bridge? But he doesn't see that. He knows the truth of all of us. Yet I know I can stand and argue the point with him. 
Like you said, Lana, you love my lumpy skull? How can I just not accept that? Because I am my worst enemy. The little me that thinks so less. So little when I forget who I am. I need these words. I need these words so desperately at times. I was telling Judy before the call started, I had a day yesterday that I went from dark to light, from moment to moment through the whole day, one minute of fear, one minute of love, and knowing the truth, where I could have stood constant in love and knowing. But that's the humanness in me. And he's telling me with all these words, it's okay. I love you just the way you are. Who you are and how you are. And I am there with you. What more? I mean, I've always said this work to me had always been a love letter. This whole book. The first, very first time I read it years, years ago. It was a love letter. From Jesus to me. And I say thank you. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Yes, thanks, Paula. Thank you, Paula. I should say thank the you, love Paula, letter to all of us. Thank you, Paula, and thank you, everyone. Yeah. No. The analogy of the bridge is is just sticking in in here with me, recognizing in in a sense we've always been on a bridge we've always been on this bridge between the the different different realms different states that are described in that paragraph 46 um and also not just the difference not just the states but also the relationships and that as if to say that 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 bridge is the longing for that bridge is what has brought us here, and the willingness to be on that bridge to bring tears to laughter, anger to gladness, sadness to enjoy, and relationships with one another. With, with our guide, our teacher, our way shower, and one another. So I'm kind of soaking that in, being in that bridge right now and accepting it, accepting whatever's unfolding trusting and knowing the allness and everything that's included in this journey. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. 
Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Hi, this is Chris. Um, I really enjoyed what Reverend Bill just shared about the bridge. It, it's significant to me. As I was being brought to that paragraph, he's sharing about that paragraph. Um, yeah, I, I'm the bridge to God, and God is the bridge to me. Um, cause and effect simultaneously. Um, and from that cause and effect, I'm, I'm the bridge to my brothers and sisters from that aspect. Uh, but they also uh, am, a, am the bridge to myself because they help reflect the kindness, the joy that I am because all, all gifts that my brother gives belongs to me. And that gift could be seen in so many ways, but also it, it's been a bridge for forgiveness um, also for me. So it's neat. And it says the bridge between war and peace, sadness and joy, evil and good, sickness and health. I think for me that's the God's blissful joy um, looking at opposites. No need to identify with it. Just look at it from that space of blissful joy. Um, and that's, where, that's what uh, gladness and joy and laughter does. It, it turns anger into it. It turns tears into it. Um, and it brings rest. Because when I've had a, a, a good laugh, a good joyous episode within me, boy, do I feel like I ran a marathon. It's, it's very exercising. Plus, I feel so, so full of good well-being chemicals are being poured in me. So, yeah, it, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so, but of course, I, I, I had, I'm, I, I've, I'm learning to um, dismantle the bridge of the ego. The, the song goes, London Bridge is falling down, falling, well, I could say the ego bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. <laughs> I, I witnessed a bridge being um, made <laughs> in Thingsboro, <laughs> near Thingsboro in Nashua Line, and, 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 um, and it was an old bridge. And while they were building the new bridge, looked so new and steady and firm, just like our connection with Source, the, they were knocking down the old bridge. And in a sense, that's very symbolic with what we're doing with our minds or what we have done with our minds for some of us. Um, yeah, I'm complete. Thank you. Thank you for that, Chris. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you, Chris.
Hi, it's Chris again. I This just came in. When I'm practicing deep state of meditation where my where my mind is very, very still and there's no thoughts. It reminds me of that prayer, um, uh, let all my thoughts be still, peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. That to me is the bridge. That to me is cause and effect. Uh, God's awareness and and peace and stillness as me after uh, a, 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 a short period of time of letting go of, of, of thoughts that are pleasurable and non-pleasurable that I like and don't like and just witnessing them passing away from that place of non-judgment, equanimity, and awareness and all of a sudden, it all stops. Ah, oh, it all stops. And only stillness reigns. And that is such a beautiful place, such a ecstatic, blissful place. And th- that vibration, that energy caused by giving over the painful thoughts and the pleasurable thoughts, but hanging on to the still space, that's very high vibrational. And that extends outward and awakens that bridge in others. I love contemplating that and talking about that. It feels so good. I am super complete now. Thank you, Chris. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, super Excuse um, me. This is Gloria. Um, many years ago, I went to um, a place in Mexico, uh, out of Mexico City, of course, where they have this bridge that if you fall, that's, that's the end of your body. Anyway, in that bridge, everybody is scared because it moves. Moves and everybody say, don't do that. It's just everybody think it's going to fall. So I'm compare that bridge when it's a fear, when it's a conflict, uncertainty in my mind that that I'm going to fall. But if I go in a bridge that is solid and there's no movement when you walk or some other walk with you, it's a different feeling. And, And that's what, to me, the connection, the relationship, with myself and the God within me, the Christ within me, it will show me either one, the bridges moving or not, it will show me that I'm okay, that I'm taking care, that I'm, I can 
keep going because I, it's a reason why I'm here. It's a reason why I have up and downs to learn from them. And to me, that's, that's uh, the meaning of bridge in here. My mind has a bridge, solid or not solid. I don't know if I explain myself what I want to say. I'm complete. What the bridge is for. Thank you, Gloria. No, I understood. You explained yourself well. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for it. Something came up for me just now about recognizing this journey and let's say recognizing this bridge and and I found myself going back to early on in the Course of Miracles, so much so that I, I went back just now and picked up this material. This is on page seven in the FIP version of A Course in Miracles, um, under Revelation Time and Miracles. And I feel called to just share this in the context of what we are, where we are now and what's unfolding for us. So bear with me, if you don't mind. There's a paragraph where he speaks about awe, and awe being appropriate for our relationship with God, but not for, for him. He makes a statement that equals should not be in awe of one another because awe implies inequality. It is therefore an inappropriate reaction to me. An elder brother is entitled to respect for his greater experience and obedience for his greater wisdom. He is also entitled to love because he is a brother and to devotion if he is devoted. It is only my devotion that entitles me to yours. There is nothing about me that you cannot attain. I have nothing that does not come from God. The difference between us now is that I have nothing else. This leaves me in a state which is only potential in you. It just came up to me to read that and to reflect on the power and the message that was there at that instant. And now to see the bridge, so to speak, between page 7 there and page 654 here. <laughs> um, sorry, not 654. Whatever it is here at the end of day 39. The speaking of the, the openness, the awareness, the shift, the willingness, the the emotions, the, the fears, the 
judgment and the attack and all the, the healing that has unfolded in all of that throughout this entire journey. From there at the start of the course to where we are now, willing to accept and recognize how close we are to knowing as Christ, knowing the Christ as our reality, knowing that Christ is our way of being, and in such a state, knowing, truly knowing our oneness with God. So, uh, I celebrate this journey and how it is continuing, obviously, but that we on this call are accepting of this, accepting the bridge that we're on from way back at the beginning of A Course in Miracles. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Bill. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Reverend Bill. That was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Reverend Bill. I'm getting chills right now, so thank you all. Yeah, Yeah, there's a section in The Course of Miracles where he talks about the bridge and how we enter that bridge together. I don't remember exactly where it's in the text, but the bridge. It's something he's mentioned to us a few times. We are the bridge. We stand on the bridge. We we help our brothers and sisters over the bridge, through the bridge. And we go over the bridge as one. One with Jesus, one with God. As you're speaking of that, I'm I'm thinking of the bridge between two worlds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. The bridge between the physical and the non-physical. The bridge between the world of humanity and the world of spiritual energy. The energy of God, the vibration, the frequency of that particular energy. We have access to it. That is the bridge. We have access to that. And how I love myself How do I see myself? Who am I and who am I to God? That energy, that energy that loves everything about us. If only we could learn to love ourselves as much as God loves us. You know, Judy, I'd like to use that word to remember. He says learning is over. In the course of it, it's knowing it's the knowing and remembering exactly we just we just forgot and now he's telling us that we need to remember 
Very clear message in this day. Very clear. Mm-hmm. Remember the truth. Yeah. It's not the time for us to be who we have been to ourselves, but who we are and have been to that energy, that frequency, that beautiful vibration of God. Loves us unconditionally. I can only achieve that through my own experience within myself. Allow that feeling to come up from deep within me, to surround me from within me. It doesn't come anywhere. It doesn't come from anything outside of me. I don't think it comes from anything outside of us individually. I think it comes from deep within each of us. It's that knowingness that that love is there and accessible and available all the time. To all this, I recognize that bridge between the human and the divine is now the only game in town. <laughs> yeah. The only game in town that has meaning, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, and what's the key to that bridge as he says it at the end of 36? You will know the all of everything and the emptiness of nothing and our relationship will bridge the difference and become cause and effect and means and end. Yes. That bridge represents the relationship. Yeah, that's what the bridge. It's experience. It's an experience that we each must Mm -hmm. find on our own. Although we are not alone, we find that bridge within us on our own. No one can give it to me. No one can present it to me. It needs to come from deep within each of us, deep within me. It's mine to experience. And I understand when Chris, when you were sharing before about that feeling in a deep meditative state, a deep contemplative state, that's it. That's it. I find it there too. And it is beautiful. There's nothing like that complete experience from within ourselves that lets us know that that is the truth. And that love is real. God, this has been wonderful tonight. Thank you all so much for all your sharing. I've just been sitting here feeling blissfully in love with everything, everyone, all you guys. I just love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Judy. Okay, this is Judy, and I'm complete. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. you Back at you, Judy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hear how wonderful you feel. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. Because that's it. We're all feeling an energy. And Mm -hmm. when a sister or brother is energizing that love, it it permeates our energy system. It's us. Yes, it does. That's the oneness. Yes, it does. 
Yes, absolutely. And there are no barriers. There's no limits to it. I mean, geographically, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Energy doesn't know about geography. It could care less. <laughs> oh, this is gorgeous. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love the way he just says, you will realize that as we individuate, we are in a constant state of creation as well yes. as of creative tension. And as we become individuated beings in union and relationship, we continually create one another. We create from the field of the possible, which must include everything. Absolutely, everything. Everything. Yep. We are creative energy, tension. Oh, Gloria, I'm sure that you know this already. I just wanted to say that while you were sharing that, all I could think about was the love that you carry within yourself that was being reflected back to you through your friends. I want to thank you for sharing that, and you too, Lana, of what you shared with your nurses. That's just the love in you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. It has been a gorgeous evening listening uh, mainly tonight. Um, I have to leave now, but I love you all and um, carrying that love with me. <laughs> Good night. And we love you, Lana. Thank you for being here. We love here. you right back. Oh, thank yeah. you. God got it. I received it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lana. The whole thank you, Lana. Show. Love you. <laughs> you love you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yes. The joining. The union and the relationship of us. I think we all feel it. We know it. But we forget. But that's okay. I love when he just reminds me, like, I love you as you are, who you are. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. God bless you, all of you. Yep. Back at you, Gloria. We are blessed, Gloria. <laughs> you know, we, you know, I've said this and I'll say it over and over again. The souls that come together are not by coincidence. We know, we seek, we find the souls that we need in our journey. We need to join with those souls. You know, in all the gatherings, we all, you know, whatever gatherings we come together, whether on Zoom or telephone, no coincidence, even in our daily function in this realm, Every soul is there for our purpose and we're there for our brothers and sisters. We need each other. That brother that appears to be lost needs so much love and you can feel it. And when I feel lost, I know a brother will show up and give me that love. Not even with the words, just the the feel, a smile, a touch of a hand on mine. And it's that joining of us. 
That's our role here in this dimension, in this realm. Speaking the truth that we forgot, that we are one. Yes, we have these bodies, but it's our vehicle just to navigate in this illusion. We're all souls. So knowing different journeys, different stages of our, whatever you want to call it, enlightenment. But it's all good. And we know we're never alone. Never, ever alone. So, very comforting for me. Amen. Yeah. Well, does anyone have any last words? Because I'm fading. <laughs> yeah. By this time, Yogi, Chris, do you feel it's, you know, time to say goodnight on the East Coast? <laughs> yes, yes. It's uh, pretty dark out, and it's re- I'm ready to rest my <laughs> the body. But we, we, we are who God is. I, I love the title. Um, we are that we are. We are that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's my final work. <laughs> <laughs> well, day 40 is who you are to me. Now that's going to be the love letter. The cherry on the cake next week. Yeah. And I want to remind everyone as we come to the end of this and we're going to do the, um, the epilogue and then we're going to go into the, um, the uh, uh, what are we going into, the, uh, the dialogue? Dialogues and unveiled. That's the word. Thank you, Judy. Yeah. I'm fading fast. <laughs> oh, God. I know you are. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. Go to bed. <laughs> a long day. So if everyone has you can have a copy of that. Or if you need a copy, let me know. I can always send it to you or fax it. You know, so that's going to be our next adventure, and then we'll see where we go from there. So I'm going to say goodnight to all, and I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to come every week to be here to join with me. It's thank you, Paula. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Stop. Get out of my bed. I'm kidding. Good night, everyone. I love you. See you on the bridge. Good night. Yes. See you on the bridge. The love bridge. The love bridge. The love bridge. Thanks. No. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye now.